times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Happy February, lovers. This is the month of lovers, Steve. It's the month of black history. I'm blackity black to black black, y'all. This is the month for black history lovers. <laughs> you know? If you love black history, this is the month for you. If you love love, this is the this is the month for you. So congratulations. Welcome it's aboard. Sick. Why do we have to share our freaking month with Valentine's Day? I don't know, man. You know something? Do you let me ask you a question? Please. Because this is a this is a really good time <laughs> to ask this question. Yes. Will you be participating in Valentine's Day? I'm well, yeah. Ah. <laughs> sucker. Yeah, fucking Are you, will sucker. you? Fuck no, man. That's bull crap. I swear, Gail and I don't get down with that bullshit. We're married 23 years almost. When did you stop? What year did you stop? Fuck, I don't even remember. But it was some years in, though. You didn't yeah, be like, don't right get, when I don't met get her, me I'm wrong. Like, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let me just talk to you. More, <laughs> mostly gentlemen. I guess ladies, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. need to hear this. Well, gentlemen need to hear this. But I think, actually, I just think that if you're in a, in a, uh, in a relationship, you need to hear this. Just remember something, Okay. It's kind of a rite of passage. Like you kind of have to do, like in your case, Steve, that's why I asked you. In your case, you actually have to participate. No question. The only way out of it is if Melissa was going to go, you know what? I'm not really into that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like don't do that. Yeah. And, 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 and by the way, it's not a trick that I'm saying. Like I'm not trying to trick you into, you know, screwing up and not getting me something. I think it's stupid. If she yeah, said true. that, then you would be like, damn, I love you. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it, it, and it's also, this is the first Valentine's Day. That's what I'm saying. So you're sort of stuck, bro. You have to I do have it. I have to do something. And I have you to do something have clever. To. I have to do something yeah. really cool. So I'm going to give you a little pro tip right now. Please. Just a tip. Don't do roses and chocolates. What should I do? Don't do a, a um, fucking candy gram. Uh, don't do, and another thing too, don't go out for dinner. You're, you know you're kind I mean? of limp. Okay, well then what? Okay, you're limiting hey, listen, them. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> you got to understand something. This used okay. to piss people off. I used to work with a lot of women that had stagnant relationships, right? They're all just, you know. And I knew this because they would sit and bash on their husbands just repeatedly yeah. every day. Here's the deal. They depended on that Valentine's Day. Because it was that one fucking day where they're gonna get something from it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's oh, that's there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I used to piss them off, and I would just be like, "Oh, we don't celebrate." So okay, so I can tell you now. I can confirm that I have been participating in this for oh, like I don't think maybe I think maybe we did three Valentine's Days, and this is like okay. when we were seeing each other. So this okay. is like I haven't done a Valentine's Day since the '90s, my friend. That's what Jeez, I'm trying to tell you, dude. Yeah, but it's not because we're cheap. Or anything like that. It's just, we know each other really well. And, and this is what used to piss people off. We'd go, because they'd be like, well, he's going to get me something. It's Valentine's Day. What are you going to get your, your girlfriend at the time, Dan? I'd be like, oh, nothing. We don't, we don't do a Valentine's Day. What? Why not? Oh, because we take care of each other all year round. That's real. Whop, 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 whop. They get even more pissed off at their husband. That is so <laughs> and, then, real. and then the husband would call me like, hey, you know, so-and-so on line two. And be like, this motherfucker. And pick up, hello? Yeah. 
I'm busy right now. What do you need? You like you could hear it. Oh yes. And see, the other thing is too is like, and, and I feel that honestly, I feel this way about Christmas too. It's just that Christmas has become such a, a thing, particularly with well, with most families. My family really likes it a lot, but it's commercial. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. It's just commercial, and it's just like, why do we have to go and rise to the occasion on this day that some corporate, some corporation freaking chose for us? Oh yes. So we can start here, you know, um, this might be, this is probably like a local thing. I think this is a local jeweler, but remember like around this time every year, back in the day when you were watching less cable, it'd be like, Rogers knows about Oh, love. for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, oh you yeah. You start seeing all the, uh, you know, this month, this Valentine's day, get your lover a cubic zirconia. Remember those? <laughs> 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 you know, your broke ass can't afford a diamond. Right yeah, now. no. And let's face it, you're just trying to get some ass. So get that cubic zirconia. They used to do that all the time. And, and it's stupid. So why not, just, why not just take care of your lover all year round? I'm That's not saying true. you have to buy something every day. But if you're mm -hmm. going to like designate this one day, to me, it's always been kind of a bullshit thing. I hope I'm not bursting anyone's bubbles because I'm really not trying to come from a get-off-my-lawn standpoint. It's just, I don't know. I, I think... I think you really kind of have to do whatever your significant other goes with. Like, so if your significant other is down for this holiday, unfortunately, you're stuck. Well, I mean, it's a truthfully, it's a marketing holiday. It's a, a holiday that, you know, they made into a big thing because they're like, hey, this is a way that we can sell a thing. Yeah, let's just that's what I'm saying. Out. Oh, for sure. That's it what is. I mean. Uh -huh. And and. Same thing with Christmas. So you have to spend all this money and this big production and decorations and music and everything. And then it just, boom, it's gone. Just like that. I will say this. I don't believe that um, significant others want anything for Valentine's Day. They wouldn't want anything for Valentine's Day if they knew that their homegirls or home or homeboys weren't getting anything either. They wouldn't care then. I think it's a thing of my girlfriends are going to get something. So I kind of want something. First year, you just have to. That's you have to, like, it. because I'm sure you haven't talked about it, right? You don't. See, she's got you on that test right now. I did talk about it. You did? Okay, yeah. so she's probably like, oh, look at you. Just yeah, I was like, so what game, do we do? So. No, I was just like, what do we, are you in a Valentine's Day? And uh, she's, I think she likes, like, she wants to go out and, like, do something special. Yeah. But I was like, so you are in the Valentine's Day. See, that's the thing. It's not bad to like spend some time with your significant other on Valentine's Day. Yes. It's just don't go crazy if you don't need to because it's just a day. It's just another day that some company said, hey, let's do this, like you said. So, but it's nice to spend time with someone. Of course. You know, that's, that's the, the quality time is what counts, right? That probably makes me sound like a cheapskate. I don't even mean no, it that it's way. Not, it has nothing oh, no. to do with the money. It's no. just, I just always thought that the holiday was bullshit. And but I had, to do my, I had are, to do my thing. Are like, you guys going to do anything? No. Nah. Like spend time together that day and be like, hey, let's go out. The fuck? No. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. What day is it on? I don't even know what day is it on. I, it's now. on like, a we never It's even... like on a Tuesday. Let me see. Let me go check the old calendar real quick. Oh, it's Friday. on a Friday, yeah. Oh, the kid's working. I'm working. <laughs> it's right. So am I. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's just. It's... Well, y'all can do something the next day. Uh, Working. I'm saying in the morning, like breakfast. Could we could I don't know, man. Maybe we'll just skip it all together. Well, you know, I think once you get in for some years, especially when you're just like, like uh, recently, 
she was making a point. We were going to go out and she said, why don't we stay in? I said, oh, why? She's like, shouldn't we be saving for Hawaii? I was like, wow, that's really smart, actually. Yeah. That's really like she's looking that for that far down the, the road. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That is smart. And sometimes yeah. being because you can get carried. Once you look at like at first, you're like, oh, we're going out isn't a big deal. But when mm. it's 60 bucks per weekend for two yeah. weekends, that's shit adds up. hundred dollars. <laughs> like, I didn't think of it like that. Ten weekends. That is six hundred dollars you spent on going out. It adds up quickly, my friend. Yeah. And especially like if you have if you say you have kids and you take your whole family to like, you know, to lunch. A friend of mine used to take his wife and three kids out to lunch every day. And at the end of like three months, he was like, what? I can't believe how much money I've spent on this. Oh, it's crazy. Like it's there's those insane. times where we'll, you know, if we're working a lot, we'll get lazy. It's on occasion. We'll get lazy. We'll be like, let's just order out. Yes. And we've done that before. And then yeah. at the end of the week, we're like, oh my God, do you know how much money we spent? That's where I started cooking more. Yeah, She yeah. cooks too. Yeah. No, I'm just, I mean, it's not like she doesn't cook, yeah. but I wanted to start participating. I like cooking anyway, as you know, but I was like, screw this, man. I could, and, and then you go out to dinner to buy like a steak or something like that. I know you don't eat steak, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. You're in the you're in the neighborhood of $18, $20. Just do it at home. Please, dude. I'm telling you. I'm I have no doubt in my mind I could make a steak that would fucking rock someone's world here. No question. No question. I know like the vegan the vegetarian sushi place we go to, it will be like a, a meal would be probably about $65. Whew. Just make your own sushi. It's just a bunch of vegetables. It is a bunch of, but they do they they do magnificent job, and I think it's also the uh the the convenience of it all, where you're just sitting there talking, and somebody brings, you know, somebody brings your food, and it's like yeah. it is convenient, but I <laughs> no. stopped doing it though. No, you know what? Actually, now I am getting into like uh, cheapskate territory. I'm not a cheapskate. I, I think that there is something nice about going out to eat. I like going out to eat. So do I. I like oh, the conversation. I actually enjoy it quite a bit, and that's the thing is that if you make it about see. That's good because you can make it about conversation or you can yes. have this conversation and it's not like a an unnatural thing, which is much, you know, I'm fortunate to say it's the same thing with us. We can go out and even if we didn't have, if we had like minimal things to say, we can always turn it around and start like people watching or something, but we always are able to make it fun is what I'm getting at. You well, know the, I mean, you just have, you yeah, just have those times sometimes where you're both kind of run down. I don't really have a lot to say when we eat, you know, but if you, if you love each other and you like us, you know, we've been together so long. We can just uh, even the silence is cool, but we don't like to do that. What I don't like seeing is when you see young couples and I mean, young couples is uh -huh. in like a, not necessarily even age, but like you can kind of tell they haven't been dating that long and they're on their phones. That's a tough one, dude. That's rough, dude. That's Look at me. I'm just shaming motherfuckers today, huh? Sorry no. about that. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. That's a tough one. I don't and, like it. And a big thing is like, I mean, because now we have that upscale modern drinkery here in fresno and i'm curious as to if yeah yeah it's called the modern and i'm curious they like make they, they make every drink like amazing but if you go i'm wondering if that's a good place to just sit down if you don't want to eat a lot you just want to have a good conversation either a it's going to be a great place to have a good conversation or b it's going to be a bunch of hipsters talking loud where you're just yelling at each other to get to be heard over all the you know, it's commotion. So I don't know. I would like a place like that. Um, Where's it at? Downtown. Downtown. Okay, well, see, now it's it's a crapshoot. Because if it was going to be, like, north side of the city, you know what kind of people you're getting. Yeah, people that are going to call cops as soon as I walk in that joint. Affirmative. You're crazy, man. That's not true. That's just okay. not true, Steve. Okay. Come on, okay. man. You, and, and, I, I, hate to say, I hate to tell you this, brother, but you are probably the least threatening person I've ever seen in my life. Because you know me. 
if I walk in mm-hmm. somewhere, everything changes. They're like, we don't know how to gauge him. Mm-hmm. Beard. I think the beards change something too. I don't know what it is, but the beard. Now they're like, definitely... oh, wow. Look at that old, wise, threatening black guy. Did I tell you what happened to me at the gym? No, but I'm all ears. <laughs> <laughs> I know okay. it's going to be good. I've told everybody this. I thought I told you. Okay. I'm I'm at the gym. I think I texted you this. I'm, I must not have. I'm Is the this gym. the Kobe thing? Huh? No. No, no, no. Not the old man thing? Uh-uh. Okay, no, then I haven't heard it. He, this guy was taking my picture. And I was like, What? I thought he was texting with his phone high. But then I realized he's taking my picture. How and did you find it? Like, what made you Because he walked know up that... to me. Okay. And he's like, hey, what are you doing in Fresno? <laughs> I love your music, bro. And I was like, what? And he's like, you're Ghost from Power. <laughs> I said, I am not. I assure you. He's like, no, I get it. But what are you doing here? Like, I was like, no, no, no. I'm really not him. Yo, and then he looks at the hour pay. <laughs> he looks at his phone. He's like, and he looks at me and he looks at his phone and he looks at me and he's like, bruh. I said, I promise I'm not. And the closer he looks, he realizes it's, it isn't me. And so I said, I said, I was like, you're not going to believe what happened to me. And Melissa sends me a, a, a text and be like, Oh my God! You totally look like him. Okay, now I don't even know who the hell you're talking about. So hold if on you, a second. If you if you Google Ghost Power, and Porsche was like, Porsche is the only one that says I don't see it. Michael was like, Oh my God! I'll be real with you right now. What's this cat's name? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's like Amari Hardwick. Amari Hardwick. Okay, hold on. I don't see it. Mm, kinda, bro. I don't see it at all. There's, a, it's, it's, it's. There's a slight similarity. I don't see it. I think I look and better I think, than him. Wow, bro. There's a picture right here that really does kind of look. Like <laughs> <you. laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna shoot this one to you real quick, man. Is it the one where he's sitting down? Mm, I mean, he could be sitting. Oh, I don't, I don't see. know. Okay, let me see. Here we go. Just a little bit. I don't see it at all. Not enough to, to approach I haven't somebody. even sent it to you yet. No. Uh-uh. Not enough to sit. Not not enough to walk up to me. Okay. Was it a white guy? No. Hispanic dude. Oh, okay. A little rocked out dude with tats. And then at the end of the night, he's like, all right, ghost. I was like, oh, I hope this isn't a thing. <laughs> I was like, I hope this is not a thing. You know, I think that there's not enough there for like... Like, it's a match. You know what I mean? You can distinguish who's who. Thank you. But there's definitely a, a similarity. It's not taking your picture in, in the gym. You guys got irregularly large heads. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, randomly going back to the Valentine's thing. Yeah. You know what's cle- You know what I realized that was really clever? What's that? Okay, you're going to laugh at me, dude. This was, I realized this a year ago. Mind you, I've been hearing this for my whole life. And I was serious. I heard every kiss begins with K. And I was like, oh, sniff. <laughs> because it's K Jewelers. Every you just kiss- got that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you, 
You sat down for a second and when it does, huh? Because I was like, every kiss begins with K. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, it does start with K. But I was like, okay, jewelers. <laughs> wow. Nothing gets past you, Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been in that marketing meeting and like a year down the road, whoever came up with that idea, I'd be like, Bill, you are a freaking genius. He's like, what do you mean? I think I came up with 20 years ago. Bill just came in high. Hey, did you guys ever realize that every kiss begins with K? And I'd be, I'd awesome, be in the right? room and be like, well, yeah, kisses begin with K. Why is everybody tripping on this idea? Yeah, K. <laughs> and then late 20 years later, I'm like, oh, my Lord, I work for K Jewelers. It's K. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Kiss, right? It starts with K. And we work for K Jewelers, bro. Every kiss begins with K. Also, also, you ever notice you ever notice that nigga Steve look like ghost? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't look like ghosts, huh? <laughs> no, bit. That motherfucker look like ghosts. Speaking of, that is so funny. Oh, California. Hey, do you, uh, did you ever do the, the bong thing? No. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no. Why, though? I don't do that kind of stuff, bro. No, but I'm saying, like, in your history, why wouldn't you just smoke it normal? Um, you're asking for the science of the bong. Is that what you're asking? Yes, me? please. I don't understand why people do it. Back in the day when you'd go into like places like Kaleidoscope, which is basically a head shop if you're not from Fresno, mm-hmm. you would go in and you'd go, hey, I'd like to buy a bong. They go, shh, sorry, we don't sell those here. Those are water pipes. Now you can be like, hey, can I have a weed smoking bong? And they're like, yeah. Yes. Which one you need? Times have changed. So the idea is it's supposed to be like a cleaner hit from what oh. I understand. Oh, okay. Like- there's no paper. If you're a joint smoker or a blunt smoker or something like that, it's like, uh, you know, you takes the paper out of it. So there's less, uh, I don't know if they're carcinogens, not even toxins necessarily, but just, you know, it's less harsh. But I don't know if that's the case at all. Because there's been times uh, that a buddy of mine, <laughs> I was watching him one time, this fucking guy, there was a couple times where he did this and he almost passed out from coughing. Uh, or like yeah. sometimes dudes will be like they'll they'll they'll, they'll hit it and they'll be like, and then they'll like throw up because they're coughing so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't and, know anything about that though, bro. Dude, that's both, just what I've seen on Netflix. I and you you study a lot, so you know a lot about this. Off I of read Netflix video. Yeah, I read exactly. Yeah, it's good um, to read. Speaking of uh, weed smoking, mm-hmm. uh, well, first let's do the uh, contact information. Rewind, 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 rewind. <laughs> let's Before- do the contact high information. Oh, send it. Ah! Go. I'm not going to say anything after that. Look at this guy. That was so clever. Like, every kiss begins with K. What's up, stoners? Welcome to the February edition of the Heroes of Noise, ladies and gentlemen. It is episode 98. Two more. We'll talk about that in just a second. Hi, how's it going? My name is Dan. That guy over there, that's Steve Hudson. Say hi, Steve. Yo! I caught him slipping, ladies and gentlemen. I think he was walking away for a little bit. He thought he had a free moment. That's not why we keep close. people on not their toes. 
you want to get a hold of the show, very simple. Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That is Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, hit us up at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public, and Steve at SE underscore Hudson Music. Go to www.heroesofnoise.com. That's where you do it all. Leave us voicemails. Check out the other show we do. Check out our friend shows. Buy some merch. Donate. Whatever you want to do. Hang out for a while. It's cool. You're welcome. It's an open house kind of a situation. You know what I mean? It's very comfortable. Maybe bring a snack. Other than that, a couple other things we got to talk about real quick. There's this little thing we have called the Heroes of Noise podcast community that's on facebook and y'all should be there if you're going to facebook and you're just looking up at heroes of noise you're just going to see a ghost town all right go to the podcast community join the fun it's growing every day and then lastly if you're into patreon you know you've heard of this patreon you want to help the show out maybe you want a little bit more go there join up we got new patreon already i'm gonna talk about that in just a second but there you can get bonus shows you can pick up some merch just depending on what you want to do it's all about you really honestly that's how much we care about you other than that we'll talk about it just a second here i'm gonna go ahead and just mute the music here start to lower it down i'm gonna turn it back over to my homie steve eugene hudson ladies and gentlemen did you know, we got a new patron dan we do brother holy we did it. sniff you wait a minute know what sucked them in i think Oh, him. I was wondering. I was like, oh, is it a... <laughs> Go ahead. Who? Who I are you thinking? Pause. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to keep the pause in. Just we're, we're laughing for a reason. But Ooh. if you want to know why, perhaps you should join up with Patreon. See, that's not. we're not trying to fish you in right there. Oh, we're not trying to suck you in. This is not a trap. We're just letting you know that there's things that you're going to maybe not get. There's going to be some jokes that go over your head every once in a while on this show if you're not listening to the Patreon show. But yes. check it out for sure. Yes. Hey, speaking of patrons, man, I would like to welcome Darren Bass to the group, to the Patreon What's group. up, homie? Darren just joined up. Thank you, sir, very much. Uh, check email. We got a little something coming at you for sure. And guys, if you want to join up, I suggest you do. It's going to be a big year for us. There, that's all. Yeah. I'm done with all the marketing shit. You know, actually, Steve, I'm sorry. I'm not going to turn it over to you because I forgot. I have stuff to talk about real quick. Do you okay. mind, sir? Yep. All right. So like I was saying, the 100th episode of Heroes of Noise is coming up. Now, technically, we've already gone over that. I think we have around, if you count the pregames and bonus shows and whatnot, I think we have around... I think we're at like 113, Steve, something like that. But okay. our actual episodes, the ones that were like this, like what you're listening to right now, we're coming up on 100. And we are excited about it, and we wanted to do something special. So we would like to include you in on this. If you guys would like to be on the show, and you're free February 22nd, that's a Saturday. What you want to do is you want to hit us up at heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. And then let us know that you want to be on. Again, you have to be free. There's only a few requirements. You have to be free. February 22nd, that is a Saturday. You have to have Skype. If you're free, hit us up, Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. We'll work it out from there. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot wait. It's going to be fun. We cannot wait to have a conversation with y'all, hear what's on y'all's mind. Can I, I look forward to interviewing the listeners. I think they're going to be super interesting because they're super interesting on, the, um, on our page. I cannot wait to actually talk to them. You know, speaking of weed, I had a uh, interesting weekend several weekends ago. I've been meaning to talk about this weekend. Yes, sir. But we've been busy with the noises and whatnot. So uh, I actually got a chance to check out Jay and Silent Bob reboot. But not only was it just checking out the movie, I got to go to Sacramento with my friend Mike and check out the show. Like you know, we watched it in the theater in the Crest Theater, and then right afterwards, Kevin Smith came out and did a Q and A. Yes. Thought I'd talk about that for just a second. Go for it now. You know, it's a shame that he doesn't have a lot to say on stage. You know what I mean? 
He's always a loss for words, so it was a little bit awkward. But yeah. no, actually, he had a ton to say. And I'm not going to really like get too far into it because I'm going to tell you more about the night. So I get to... I get to Sacramento. I had just taken a, uh, <laughs> I had just taken this uh, Amtrak like from Fresno to Sacramento. My buddy picks me up. We get going and we start pre-gaming, right? So we go out to eat. It's like lunch. It's like five o'clock. He takes me to this burger joint, and I'm sitting at the table. He's like, "I got this one." He comes back. He's got two shots of tequila. I haven't even eaten yet, but we start that way. So the night just progresses from there. There was like bar, uh, what do they call those pub crawls going on? People were wearing onesies and shit walking around. Sacramento's a fun area, man. I have to say it's really fun. You already know. Yep. Yeah. We, uh, we basically roamed the streets cause he lives like, like walking distance from the Capitol. You can see it when you walk outside of his apartment complex. So, or a condo, I guess I should say, I probably shouldn't call it an apartment. He's going to get mad at me now, but, and then like the Crest theater is just like two blocks down. So all in that area right there, there's just nothing but bars. And I've, I'm gonna tell you, I think my buddy was living vicariously through me. I was his excuse to like go get hammered. You know what I'm saying? Because he went hard, and I'm not used to going quite as hard. So I, you know, I went hard as well. And all we really did was we just walked around this area and we just had drink after drink. There's there's a cool place called the Dive Bar where occasionally it's one of those deals where like you're sitting at the bar, you look up, and a goddamn mermaid will swim by. One of those kind of places. Uh, there's another place called Pizza Rock, which is a really good bar. Some place called. Uh, Oh, I can't even remember the name of it, man. But it was really cool. Like the Imperial or something? I can't remember. But it's like underground. All these cool places. And um, so we're just getting hammered the whole night, right? So we finally get into the theater. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to go check out the merch booth. I go to the merch booth. I was a little surprised. Kevin Smith is selling his merch. I wasn't, I wasn't going to buy any. I just I like looking at merch when I go into a venue. Mm-hmm. His merch, he was doing like $45, $50 t-shirts. Jeez. That seems high, right? Yeah. So obviously I didn't get one of those, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say that we were clearly hammered when we went into this thing. And I don't like going to see movies when I'm hammered because it's very hard to concentrate. So what I will say is I followed up when I got back into town and I watched the movie because I wanted to make sure that my feelings were correct on this one. Okay. Yeah. So K Smith, he comes out. And he's, uh, he's just giving us a quick introduction and everything. And then he walks back out. The movie starts. And I thought maybe that because I was kind of hammered and distracted, because it was like a concert. Like, every joke that happened in this movie, people were like, yeah, and screaming. And, you know, it's, everyone was very excited because they spent a lot of money to go to this thing. And um, so I appreciated that. It was fun. It wasn't necessarily distracting in a bad way, but it was a little hard to, for me, I was oversensitized. But I got to tell you, man, I'm just going to come out and say it. I did not enjoy this movie at all. <laughs> I just wow. didn't. I, I didn't. You know, I think a lot of people will disagree with me. I think you have to be a hardcore Jay and Silent Bob fan. You know how like Jay and Silent Bob movies are a little different than like, say, a clerk movie where Jay and Silent Bob are featured in the movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, because they're, they're the stars of the movie is why it's different. But at the same time, things get a little, little wackier. When they're on screen, it's hard to explain, but all this movie really did was pick every member berry that ever grew and just continuously threw it at you. Do you know what I mean? Hey, remember this? Hey, remember that? Hey, remember this? And 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 <laughs> so it, it just... was like a movie of Chris Farley's character. Hey, remember remember when remember when you did that thing? And you're like, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this is just my opinion, man. 
I don't think the jokes were there. I, I feel like I know that he's making these movies on less like a, a lesser budget now. And I know that he puts his heart into these movies, but it was just uh, I just I don't know, man. I, I and I, like I said, I watched it again when I got home because I wanted to make sure it wasn't just like my buzz that was keeping me from really enjoying this movie. But mm-hmm. honestly, I didn't laugh one time, dude. Like, <gasps> but that's not to say that everyone around me wasn't laughing, too. People were rolling. But I think, I don't know, I think something happened. I don't think that my, uh, my fandom is quite there anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? This um, is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I love Kevin Smith. I've been a fan since Clerks. And, and I appreciate the guy. I really do. Like, I wanted to go to this, you know. But I just, I don't know what it was, man. Maybe I've outgrown the humor that comes with this movie. But it just, I don't know. I, I was really hoping that you would have watched this one because it is out on Blu-ray now. And I know I'm not selling it. But if you do want to watch this movie, you can, uh, you can, find, you can rent it relatively cheap, I think. And it's obviously out on, you know, uh, hard disk if you want to. But it's just, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think that. Kevin Smith has certain, he's got a certain mission now, you know what I mean? And I think that mission is to make sure that Harley Quinn Smith is in everything that, sh- that he does. And let's sort of focus the movies now on Harley Ooh. Quinn Smith. And I it, think that, I'm not a fan of nepotism to begin with, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that's, I don't know if that's nepotism, kind of is a little bit of nepotism totally to think is. about it, because she's an employee on the, on the set. But... I have a feeling you're going to call me mean. I just don't think she's that strong of an actress. I and I think that she not, would not. Oh, she's not. She's a daughter. Yeah. It's like she's a the normal daughter of a guy daughter. that makes these movies. Bingo. She's a normal. She's a daughter that that since this, since he's doing something, he'll be like, why don't you do this thing? And I don't know yeah. if it's her natural because there's certain people that you're like, the daughter changes their last name and just becomes great kind of on their own, sort of on their own merit. They get like auditions and stuff but since they're so good you're later on you realize oh my god that's such and such's daughter i had no idea yeah she's not that person right no every time you see her you just think oh there's kevin smith's daughter that's it and you know i'm again i'm not trying to be mean or anything and i realize it's my opinion is just my opinion but i I don't know man i i think i think Skip this one. I'm going to tell people that if you, you know, like watch it if you really, really want to. If you're a big fan of Kevin Smith, check it out. But I'm very curious to hear what you guys think about this movie because I'm a fan. Like I listened to the podcast. I've watched yes. all of the movies, yeah. everything. We spent, you know, a pretty good fee to get into this thing to check him out. And I just think the jokes fell flat. I felt like they were, um, there was too many of them. And even like in every cameo, I mean, you know, from Dante saying, I'm not supposed to be here today to Matt Damon to uh, there's a few, you know, what? I'm not going to really say because if you if you're a big fan of the movie, like I don't want to blow surprises for you and you're but like just think of your favorite part of a movie that are a favorite character of a movie except for clerks because Randall is not in it. I'll tell you that much. But, you know, think of like your favorite part of a Kevin Smith movie and you're probably going to get some kind of a throwback to that. And that's what I'm getting back. Like, that's what I'm getting to, you know, with the whole uh, member berries things. It was just like, remember this, remember this, remember this. And I just think that the whole thing kind of fell flat. I think it's a rough movie. I, I wouldn't bullshit you guys, honestly. As much as I love Kevin Smith, I would say skip this movie. So um, before I rate it, I will tell you that afterwards, now this is where the alcohol really started to kick in for me. We're talking like liquor and I don't drink liquor. We had a conversation about this recently. I don't, I don't drink liquor, but I did that night 
and afterwards when he came out, it was a Q&A, right? So they had, I would say on either side of the theater, they probably had like six or seven people lined up to ask questions. So total, let's just say total of 12. And the first two answers took an hour. I'm in, and bro. I'm in. I did. I, I just, it got to the point, honestly, bro, where like we were just sitting there. And again, it could have been because we were hammered, but we looked at each other and we just went, we had enough. I think I had enough. And we just left. Wow. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It's weird. So you don't like, even like, do you like evening with? Yes. But this wasn't evening with. This was, I don't know, man. I think, you know what? It, it could have been that I was really bummed out about the movie. And I was just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and were again, the questions is, about the movie mostly? The two that I heard to mm. some degree. But it just, I don't know, man. It just, I'm bummed. Like I wanted to like the movie, you know, and and I just felt like the, like it was a it was a really weak submission. And I know that he is making these movies as a love letter to his, you know, to his fans, but it's also a huge outlet for his daughter. And I just can't whatever. If that's what he wants to do, fantastic. Good for him and her. Yeah, I but didn't for like me, the I just holders. Yeah. Oh, that was a fucking terrible movie. But I did like <laughs> I did like Tusk. Love I did like Tusk. Red State. So it's not like I don't think that he has the chops. He it's has just the that, chops. Yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. And again, you guys can completely disagree with me. That's quite all right, of course. This one didn't do it. And when I got back and I watched it again in the privacy of my own home, the jokes again just didn't land. I, I don't recall laughing one time. I think that the uh, the plot, I mean, it's Jay and Silent Bob, so the plot's always going to be absurd. You know what I mean? But I don't know. It just fell flat for me. So I, I'll go ahead and rate this one. Oh, I can't. Uh, you know what? I'll be kind. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two out of five snoochie booches. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah. Snoochie it's, booches. It's, it's not the worst thing that I've ever seen, but I was disappointed because I heard so many people rave about this movie, and there's this one scene that uh, has a reference to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Actually, uh, Brian talked about that on the show, and I got that reference, you know, completely. But. He liked this movie a lot better than I did. It just it just wasn't for me. So, you know, sorry, Brian. <laughs> I just didn't like it at all. I remember the first time I saw um, uh, Jay and he <laughs> I didn't like I wasn't a clerk's person. Yeah. Everyone loved that movie. I As didn't did really I. dig it. But I loved his freestyling out front. I thought it was, was that, was that, that was Clerks, right? Are you talking about smoke, 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 smoking weed, doing coke, that thing, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> that was so fun. And the dance he was doing, I was like, this is so funny. Yeah. But no. Th- it was, I just didn't dig, my, my, the, the movie that got me going with them was Chasing Amy and uh, uh, Mall Rats. Those two movies, I was like, okay, that's, those are great. So I will tell you this, since those are your favorites, is you do get references to both of those movies. Like this is the what is the view is universe. Was he was he uh was he doing his whole here's here's something Kevin Smith does, and it's not because he does it just you know, it's how he talks. He uses a massive vocabulary. It's how yeah. he talks. Right. But I notice once he starts smoking, he's not as he doesn't wax as poetic as he used to. He yeah, we start, get, we start getting a lot of like, yeah, man. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yes. He'll throw those in there. Yeah. yeah. He used to like the evening with, he would just go and just go and tell these stories. I don't, I'm very eager to see, well, I'm not going to see it. I imagine he's probably recording one of these. 
Maybe. I'm sure he records everything, I think. And, you know, again, like I've seen the the Kevin Smith uh, An Evening With. I've seen Jay and Silent Bob Get Old podcast live. I enjoyed those immensely. I think, again, it just had to do with me being bummed out about this movie and not really feeling it. I wasn't even bummed out. I just wasn't feeling it. I was. It was more like um, like it didn't really stir an emotion either way. I was just kind of like, eh, okay, you ready? Let's go. That's that's the impression that this movie gave me. So I wouldn't say like shy away from the evening widths or anything like that because he does have a lot to say. He's very entertaining. He's funny as hell. It's just that this did, why am I talking like walking all the time now? Have you noticed that? What is hell? It's funny as hell. It's starting yeah. to happen all oh, the yeah. time now, oh, man. I know, it's crazy. I know. It's into your lexicon now. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know. It's weird. I'm I'm morphing. Um, question. Here's a question. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we know Kevin Smith has done well, right? Right. Fairly well. Is well he enough. never work again well? Because if this is his last movie, is he? never work again well what movie did that well for him you know the thing is i think it truly just depends on his level of debt he has a big house dude yeah so but is it paid for it might be he bought it from ben affleck i think if it's paid for he's good to go but never work again i think that would truly just depend on his level of debt okay you know i think he's i think he's gonna be comfortable for a very long time but mm, I don't even. Would you consider? Okay, here, let's play a game. Star or superstar or not? Star. Kevin, you think? Okay, so he's in star territory. Mm-hmm. That was a very short game. Very short game. That was. It was hope not you, even. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, that's. It's not even a. I. Because uh, here's what I'll say. Okay, you know, like Quentin Tarantino for me. He was recently a guest on a podcast for three episodes talking about a movie, like certain movies that he likes. Like they would yeah. just talk about how wonderful it was, right? And mm-hmm. he did. Um, unstoppable the denzel washington chris pine movie and i was like one thing i will say about him is a he knows film like every shot that they he talked about in unstoppable he was able to almost reference where they got the shot from what movie back in the day did it and all this kind of stuff and i was like you know what if he it made me think if quentin tarantino did an evening with quentin tarantino what kind of turnout would that be? Who do you I, think could talk more? Oh, Quentin Tarantino or Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith, dude. And I dare say that Kevin might pull a bigger crowd. Oh, because he would he's pull it. that good. I think he would pull a better crowd. That's the one thing I will say about the crowd. Everyone was super nice. That's what I'm... So if, if Kevin's not a star, if Kevin's a star, I consider Quentin a superstar... But Kevin can pull a bigger crowd than Quentin probably could. So I, I, he's a superstar director. That's what I would say. But Kevin Smith on the road can pull bigger crowds than Quentin Tarantino. I don't think that there's a person. I think the only director that could pull a crowd like Quentin Tarantino or like, like Kevin Smith can. <sighs> you know what? Oddly enough, um, who could do that, you think? You know who could? J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams could do it. J.J. could do it. Ryan Johnson could do it. He could do it. Oh, you know, in, in a certain crowd, Kugler uh, could do it. In a certain crowd, so could like uh, Scorsese. He would have the he would have the super duper. I'm in film school, or he would have I, the elitists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but and but the, he's if you're just talking numbers, yeah. he could do it. Oh, dude, 
Oh, dude. And I wouldn't even say he'd get elitist. He'd get people that from me to elite because I want to hear what Scorsese, because he also waxes poetic if he wants to. Yeah. You know who else could do it? Who? Johnny Favs. Oh, for sure. George Lucas, too. I think Favs can outpull all of them. That likable factor's there. Yeah, and he used to do that dinner for five. What's that? I didn't remember, hear that. Remember that thing on, um, I think it was Showtime, where we would just have dinner? It's on replay. Or it's on, like, streaming, where he would have dinner for, with, like, random uh, um, actors, and they would just talk movies. Like, he had one with, you know, like, five different people, and they would just talk movies. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's really, really, really good, dude. It's really good. And I, that that's what showed me, oh, this guy is legit. He knows, to, like, him and Vince Vaughn and someone else, and, you know, they would all be talking about, you know, how they make movies, how they memorize scripts, how they do this. And uh, Fav would kind of be the leader. The, the diner would be empty except for them and cameras, and they would just talk movies. And yeah, Fav all, these just people knows out of here. Yeah, and Fav knows how to steer a conversation into places where the normal everyday person would want to know this about you. You know, because at the time, I thought, I really thought Vince Vaughn was really, like, this guy is impressive and entertaining. Mind you, the more I got to know him, I'm like, ugh. But I used to think that he was just really in an intriguing fella. So his... uh his affiliations have really soured you, I'm sure, right? Uh, you know what's funny is it was even before the affiliations. It just seems like his parts just stopped being Vince Vaughn. He started do- doing this weird thing. As you say, or perhaps are they too Vince Vaughn? Uh, me, I, I like Vince Vaughn being Vince Vaughn as Vince Vaughn as possible. Like I used, to, I loved. Did, did you, you like, like funny Vince Vaughn? Yes. Did you like Made? I loved Made. I loved Made. I, I, I loved think it. I made, even though it's a more popular movie, I think I like Made more than Swingers. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, it's such a good movie. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> how good was that movie? It's a perfect movie. It's, it's, it's what I consider perfect, a perfect movie. Perfect, dude. Yeah. This is, in my opinion, obviously Iron Man, all that stuff, but in Johnny Fav's circle, this is the most Johnny Fav movie he's ever made. They were like, he's like, this is how good I am. I'm so good, I can make this unlikable douche be entertaining for a whole movie. <laughs> like, this guy is really great. I was never a fan of Diddy back like when the movie came out. Yeah. And uh, that, that movie made me a fan of Diddy. Dog, that's the first time I realized how, un- how weird it is for a guy to ride on the back of a motorcycle. I didn't realize how weird it was until Vince Vaughn got on the back of a motorcycle. I said, that does look weird. It does look funky, huh? I saw two so dudes good. on a little scooter the other day. That was pretty funny. Oh, did you really? Yeah. I mean, you know, you got you got to get from point A to point B, but it does look funny. Even like even more so on a scooter than it does a motorcycle. Not <laughs> holding on for dear life and shit. <laughs> right down the streets. Do you know anybody else that likes made? Uh, off the top made. of my head, I'm sure I do, but. It. It's a great movie. We who really wants to, talk about who wants to come on and talk about it's, Made? Talk about, I think it would be a fun episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's plan for that. Because that was fun. Seriously. I really, who likes Made? I didn't think you even knew about it, dude. Oh, yeah. I bought that movie on eBay so of all places. So did I, dude. Not and eBay, I got the, I it. it was the double disc. I've never known that it was double disc. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was legit, 
but it had menus and everything. It didn't look, you know, it had like a, a printing on it, but I've never seen that disc in a video store. Well, um, but you see, that's what, for me, it's like Vince Vaughn was amazing in that. Gr- and I, my favorite movie of, uh, of just Vince Vaughn, not Johnny Favs, was The Breakup. I thought it was fantastic in The Breakup. That was a good one. That was a great movie. And I loved how on the DVD, you could either you choose her story or his story. And they were only subtle in, they were different in little ways. Like one person would get the last word on one of the different versions. Really? Little differences where a person would put in a really snide remark where in the other version, the person never did. So they were both different than the theatrical version? Ex- pr- different, yeah. It was you could That's pretty cool. his version or her version. And it was not massive differences. It was just little stabs they did that one person remembered and the other person didn't remember that happening. It's great marketing. Well, I th- I wish it would have done better. I think that they were really I love the ending of it where it just doesn't Oh, for people who haven't, I'm not going to ruin it for y'all. Go see, dude, the go movie's see. 9 million years old. I think you're okay. But it was so, remember when uh, Johnny Fab, he was just like, I'm going to send a hit, man. He's like, don't do it. He's like, okay, I, I won't. He's like, no, ser- <laughs> dude, seriously, don't. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, I don't have time, I don't have time for this. Seriously, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> it's so good, dude. I, I thought it was good. And, and after that, it just was a, I haven't seen the, the Rock movie. Maybe he did great there. The wrestling flick, I haven't seen it. Maybe he was Rock good in that wrestling flick. Remember All in the Family or Oh, fight was he in Fighting with My Family? He was, yes. Okay, haven't I've seen, seen Fighting with My Family, and I don't fucking remember Vince Vaughn in it. He was like the coach. <laughs> you know what? It's been a while since I've seen it, but it tells you what I remember about Vince Vaughn in that movie. I don't remember. Was it a good movie? I seem to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this i watched it late at night it was one of those ones where it's oh. like you know, you're starting to kind of nod off to it but i honestly just i mean give me a second i'll probably remember his hold part on let me go can I, I might be wrong dog you're, i'm sure you're probably right you're usually right that's giving you way too much credit huh you're gonna get a big head like in this picture hold on very funny <laughs> oh wait 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 i kind of do I kind of do remember it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He was the one. He was like their first point of contact, I think. And here's my problem. And he would be like telling her, you know what? You're, you're not. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was kind of like her coat. Yeah, okay. I remember him now. It took a second. I now, told you imagine that. Imagine you saying this about Vince Vaughn 10 years ago. You don't remember him in a movie. He will make sure he stands out in a movie. That's not him Again, anymore. Hey, maybe I'm just off. I mean, I'm bashing. No, I'm, not bashing. No. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm I'm giving low marks to Kevin Smith movies, and and I don't, I'm not remembering Vince Vaughn. So maybe I got like a uh, a prejudice against the '90s right now, or something like that. Well, and he also remember he came out with that movie, uh, Vince Vaughn's Great Wild West Something Show. Nope. Okay. <laughs> it was uh, it was him and Justin Long was was one of the people. They would they would get on. They would like he'd have stand up comedians, and he'd introduce them. And he went on tour with all these guys. And one of them was like going through Fresno on the DVD, but he ended up going to Bakersfield. But still, mm. I was like, oh, this is cool. I should have known then, because you know what he did in Bakersfield? What's that? What What's do? that really popular country dude out there? Oh, uh, oh man. <laughs> He's like He's the only now. thing. Yeah. I'm like, what is his name? Okay, not Mickey Gilly, but Roy Clark. Is that who you're talking about? Is that his name? Are you sure? Well, I know Roy Clark, who's now dead, had a bar out there, but I think no, it's like a country. Uh, Bakersfield country star. 
star. Singer. There we go. That's probably better. Merle Haggard. Oh, that's right. Merle is from Bakersfield, isn't he? Oh, Buck Owens is too. Didn't know that. Buck Owens. That's who I was thinking of. Buck Owens. Well, I think it was it was either Merle or Buck Owens. But he decided to like go to the museum of him and uh, the you know oh look at this street named after him. I should have known then. I should have been like, huh? Because I, I'm missing. Hold on, I'm missing something here. Something's not connecting. What's going on? Well, because he was he was celebrating Buck Owens. Because country normally country skews right, but I knew he was into Ron Paul, so I was like, well, he's libertarian, and then it went from libertarian. To, but anyway. Well, now he's chilling with uh, Trump. Oh, yeah. He's all the way here. And um, I think that uh, I think what happened to him is sad because I don't think he lost. He didn't lose affiliation with Johnny Favs. I'm sure that they could make another movie. But he Johnny Favs is not going to do stuff to jeopardize his Disney situation. He just won't. He's not going to do some, you know, gory, nasty, lewd I don't think he'll do another one of those movies. So how does he fit Vince Vaughn into the Disney universe? I don't know. I don't. You could make him like a uh, some outlaw on the Mandalorian. Oh, that would be great, actually. That would probably be like the best thing to do. That was that would be. Gr- I just I, I'm almost sure that wow, you bring up an interesting point. Like, how do you? Because there, I know that he wants him. To, they were supposed to come up together and blow up together, but Johnny Favs like. He knows how to, he sees what's, you know, like when um, that, that quote from um, Wayne, Gris, Wayne Gretzky is like, the, the, a great hockey player goes to where the puck is going to be, not where the puck is going. And I think Johnny Favs sees where the puck, he sees where the puck He's is He's got the vision. Going. Oh, there's no, he saw Iron Man, Avengers, all these things possibly happening. Before people saw it really happening. And he sees where Disney, he sees where Disney's going. And bro, he just, I don't know if, I think he's just beyond his buddy at this point. I just think he's that Makes sense. Because even if he, let's say Johnny Favs loves Trump, loves him to death, can't wait to have dinner with him. Guess what he's not going to do? Be seen in public with him. Why? Because he understands what this looks like 20 years from now. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I don't know if he might. He might be a total Trumper. I don't know. But what he's not going to do is be seen out with him, take pictures with him. It's just not going to happen because he understands, hey, I have a thing I'm doing, and in order for this thing to work, I have to do certain things. It's just brilliant. It's, it's an image brilliant. Exactly. Even have I haven't seen Scorsese take pictures with Trump. All these directors could if they wanted to. <laughs> Every yeah, single one of them. Of, uh, he's going to be out of Bobby D's good graces if he does that. Oh, Sniff, I didn't even think about that. You know what you're Trump or right. Bobby D? He's going to go with Bobby D. Gee, Bobby D, let me tell you, here's the, here's the section of life that Bobby D's in. I can give a daggone what y'all think of me section of life. <laughs> I think it's, dude, I'm telling you there is something. I know he's a little bit older than this, but it's like once you hit your 60s. He doesn't care. You don't give a fuck anymore. You just don't. I see it every day with like patients and stuff like that. Like they just don't care. Like the filter goes away. Yep. And he's done. Fuck it. I've lived 60 years. I'll say whatever the fuck I want to say. That's what. That's it, the way it works. Where everyone else is like, we need to come together. He gets up yeah. there and is like, this man is a psycho and is going to get people killed. 
I want you guys. I'm like, wow. This dude was yeah. like, 20 years down the road, you're going to look back at my speech and be like, you know what? <laughs> dude was on point. He wasn't, li- he he was, wasn't lying. He was not freaking lying. He was speaking of speeches. Did you see Joaquin Phoenix? Yes, I just watched that uh, like probably like 20 minutes before Holy we recorded. Holy I did not expect that. It was sent to me, and someone was like, "Kudos to Joaquin, man!" It was like, "Here's your boy," and right when he gets up there, I'm like, "This is gonna be interesting." And then he starts talking. I'm like, "He's not going where I think." Oh my god, he's going. <laughs> he owned that shit, dude. He owned. He said, "I just can't take this anymore." And here's the weird thing for you to say, Baptists, you make it pretty clear that. People of color aren't welcome here. I'm like, whoa. What does BAFTA stand for? British Actors Federal Transition Association. That's what I'm going Sounds for. good to me. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> now, Joaquin, man. Got to give Joaquin some props he for that, because he's being ballsy. Because you know why? He truly doesn't give a shit. He doesn't. This and- is nothing to him. He's just got his method and, and does what he does. He's yes. Joaquin Phoenix, man. I, I actually appreciate that. I like that anti-establishment bullshit. I love. He's just like I'm doing what I do, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like benefit from this without, you know. Well, here, listen. Honored and privileged uh, to be here tonight. Baptists have always like been very supportive of of my career, and I'm deeply appreciative. <clears throat> Uh, I think that we send a very clear message to people of color that you're not welcome here. Um, I think Boom. that's the message that we're sending to people that have contributed. And when he says this, Whew, silence. It, it flashes to the crowd. And you see this look of, this is how I took it. You see a look of like, fuck, we are dirty, aren't we? They, you know they, I mean? None of them you- seem like this is, uh, they're like, you know what? Like I saw, or, I saw them all be like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not not like they were feeling shame, no. but more like, more like, yeah, we are kind of in a dirty business, or we're surrounded by a bunch of dirtiness. You know totally. what I mean? Like, there there is a look of acknowledgement on their face, is what I'm getting at. That just it just rings true, you know. Oh yeah, and, and here's what I will say: people did make the point that, like, look, you're right. When uh, you know, people of color, when they say this on stage, they do get blasted and be like, "Why did you have to bring it in, bring race into this?" I get it, but what we want is people that are in power to say we wanted this because they make a difference when someone in their circle says this. Yeah. It makes. So although you're right, it sucks that when we say it, they're like, why are you bringing that into it? We do. It only starts to stir the hornet's nest when someone from the inside says something like that. And, and it's, uh, have you not, it's, it's, I mean, dude, anyway, go forward. I mean, wow. Unexpected. Our, medium and our industry and in ways that we benefit from um i don't think anybody wants a uh, a handout or preferential treatment although that's what we give ourselves every year i think that people just want to be (laughs) acknowledged and appreciated and respected for for their work this is not a self-righteous condemnation because uh i'm ashamed to say that i'm part of the problem i have not uh and everything in my power to ensure that the sets I work on are inclusive. Uh, but I think that it's more than just having sets that are multicultural. I think that um, we have to really do the, the hard work to truly understand systemic racism. Um, 
I, uh, <clears throat> I think that it is the obligation of the people that have created and perpetuate and benefit from a system of oppression to be the ones that dismantle it. So that's on us. Thank you. That was awesome. See, listen. I'm glad you brought that up, man. Here's the thing. You know what I love about Joaquin? Here's here's what he's doing. A, he's doing a great job. (laughs) A couple of months ago, nothing. (laughs) I mean, dude, a, a couple of months ago, he used to annoy me. Do you have a difference of opinion on him now? I, as a person, uh, yes. Okay, cool. Yes, as a person, yes. And I love that he's like, look, he's calling out white supremacy, but he's also saying, I want to be against the best. If I win, I want to have won. That won the people, everyone was inclusive, I just beat them. I don't want to win in the circle you chose. That's kind of what he's also saying, and that's dope. To be like, I want everyone to be inclusive. So if I do win, I know I was the best. The best. Because if I'm Steve and I'm just like, all right, put only a, uh, a few people, a few musicians in this little circle. Hey, Steve, you were the best. I'd be like, no, no, no. I'd want everyone. And I'd want to beat everyone, clearly. But if someone else is better than me and they're being excluded, was I the best? Can I take that award? I can't. I just can't. And I think that'd that's be dope also if he dope. just started like turning them down. Dude, listen, I, I can't accept this award. I wouldn't be surprised if it start. Dude, let me tell you something. I think he he could be the spark of something, something big. I could see like someone if he did it. If he did it, there's no reason other people can't do it. Uh, you know, it's you know, it it was beautiful. I was I was when I got it sent to me. I thought it was just gonna be a an interesting speech by Joaquin Phoenix, which it was. But it was more than that. I'm like, wow, look at look at Phoenix happening. And there's one, I know there's one person I follow that we follow each other. And uh, you know, she's always been outspoken regarding, you know, oppression and all this stuff. And I never understood why she why she's always rooting for Joaquin Phoenix. I just never understood it. And I I'd go on her on Twitter and be like, I'm just not buying what he's selling. And, you know, hey, she deserves to gloat now. She'll be like, what have I been telling everybody for the last? I'm like, yep, my bad. <laughs> you were right. I was totally wrong, apparently. Now, uh, mind you, I, I did give him props. I've all, I gave him props on Joker, his acting. Yeah. His person. And you know what, what started his the weird thing that I don't like about him is that one little weird, long uh, goof he played on everybody. Right, when he was, oh, God, what was that movie called? I'm not, no, I'm thinking of the one, no. What was the crap? You were never really here. That's not what it, oh, what is it called? I'm not here, or I'm not, I'm not him. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was something <laughs> along those lines, though. Yeah. It, and I was like, dude, what are we doing right now? I don't know, man. Like, I kind of give him props for that because he he committed. Yeah, that's hard. You know, it's it's easier to just be like, I'm just kidding, guys. You know what I mean? And take off the wig or the beard or whatever. I'm just joking around. But he fucking committed all the way through for that. He was just annoying. And that leaves. I didn't say he wasn't. But there's commitment there. There is. And it just leaves a lasting taste sometimes when that's especially if you don't really see a lot of Joaquin and what you do see is that then you're just like, oh, yeah, that's it's called. I'm still here, by the way. Did you watch it? I recall watching it. I don't know if I got all the way through it. It was it was him and Homeboy. I think it, I think right? it showed up on like Netflix for a while or something like that. And I uh, 
Him and uh, was Casey it Spike Affleck. Jones? Did Spike Jones direct that one? Did he? Let me check. It might no, be Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. No, it was Casey Affleck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey Affleck. Yeah, okay. I knew he was so well studied in film, Steve. I'm really not. I'm really not, dude. I just happen to remember. I happen to remember certain things that are just like that annoyed me, and all of a sudden I remember everything about that annoying thing. <laughs> like that was annoying. You know, honestly, I think I, I did see it, like I said, but I, I don't know. I don't know what was going on in my life at the time. Like, I, it just didn't really seem that important to me. I did see it. I did remember, you know, it being in the, in the news and everything, but I don't have a lot of memory about that movie. I don't think I regarded it either way. Like, I think it was just like, okay, there, there's a movie. And yeah, I never watched it. I never watched it. I, and at the time, at the time, I, I didn't think... I thought he was legit just a douche. And then when I found out it was a movie, that made me even say, no, I'm not going to do this game. I'm not playing. But also, it was a time where movies were really great, and so you didn't have to waste time watching these silly <laughs> these silly shenanigans. Uh, nowadays, who knows? Because movies... Uh, I mean, there aren't a lot of great... St- there's not a lot of great stuff out right now. You have to sift through. Currently, right now, there's not shit out. <laughs> like um, if you go to theater. There's really nothing that I want to see right now, man. That's true. I mean, you look, listen, listen. There are if you pick through the lot, you can find good ones every so often. You're not going to find a Knives Out all the time. No, you're not no, going to find. I'm not expecting that. No. But I went hard recently, and it's like a I'm having some trouble being interested in the movies that are out right now. When you have Gretel and Hansel. Yeah, after 1917 true and you liked um but you did you did dig little women so that's a plus do little not feeling that there's no way i'm going to see do little i'm sorry i don't know why he did that we needed another dr do little uh, i just can't man i can't get into his uh his uh sherlock holmes either dude i'm one of the i'm one of the few that can't either I just, I don't know if you're, I think there's more than a few, bro. There's, Guy Ritchie, right? Okay, listen. Okay, I loved Guy I loved Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. I loved Snatch. I just couldn't get into um, the Sherlock Holmes. And, oh, the gentleman. Anyway, yeah, Guy Ritchie has a certain thing he does, and some people love it. If he would just do Lockstock and Snatch and stuff like that, I would just be over the hill for him. I bet you I know what your complaint is about the gentleman, and I haven't seen it. You should watch it. I would actually, I'd, I'd want to talk to you about it when you've seen it. I was planning on watching it actually this week. I just haven't gotten a chance to go to the movie. Yeah, can can we put a pause on that until you see it? Is it worth? Let me ask you this: Is it worth it? Yes. All right, fair enough. You're you're gonna want to be in this conversation. Okay, cool. We can you're do that. Want, and you know what? Uh, uh, you know what it did show me. Um, the, a okay. Let me tell you something. Oh, you know how you joke around with your girl? Because, yeah. like, say say Gail likes a certain person. The Rock, right? She digs The Rock? Yes. Okay. And you say, oh, there goes your boy, right? Right. And normally she'd be like, ha, 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 right? Mm-hmm. See, I told Melissa, I was like, like, yeah, there he goes. <laughs> okay, see, that's what got me. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. <laughs> we were in the theater. I'm calling you out right now. Fucking no. come on, bro. We were in the theater. And I was like, there goes your boy McConaughey. She's like, ooh. I was like, what? So now you are 
not giving her the liberty to be attracted to people that are 100% unobtainable to her? Number one, dude. Come on, bro. What are you, 17? Life is funny. Life you is better funny. knock that shit off, Steve. Life you better is knock fun. it off. Okay, okay. what if Gail was like, you're like, oh, there goes the rock. And she's like, oh. She does that. And I go, ah, oh, ha, ha. Yeah. What are you going to do? What if she was just like, oh, again? It's not like I walked into my house and she's blowing the rock, bro. I know, Come on. but what if she's just like, oh, yeah. That's stupid. Sorry, I love you, but that's stupid. You're trying to tell me now that by, so by your logic, <laughs> it, it bugs you that she says that shit, but you can talk about Gabrielle Union on your podcast. I stopped talking year. about her. No, you didn't. You yes, I did. I'm like, I'm done. I'm calling you out, Steve. I've no. been done with her no. for a long time, G. Nope. I'll have to find some audio. I mean, granted, you don't go on and on about it. No, because but remember still, after that situation? Stupid. You know what that's called? You know what that's called? That's called having a healthy relationship where you can still have, you know, <laughs> normal sexual feelings about them. Like, it's who does this? What I are was you, totally, uh, no, but I was totally, I was joking. It was just, I had never heard her say that because. You she, didn't get mad? No. Oh, it was well, then, like, I, then, then disregard. I was thinking that you were going to tell me. No, I was jokingly being like, what? Because I had never heard when a woman has that person. Uh-huh. And, and that so got I, you? Well, I'd never heard that before. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. I was like, that's right. Matthew McConaughey's your, your person. All right, listen. I, gotta ask, I have to ask you a serious I, question. I don't know why it's her person, but something. I have, I have to ask you a serious question that requires 100% truth. Go for it. Are you backpedaling right now? Because I called you out. Oh, no, no, no. It was like, what? Like, it was a joking what? Like, my attitude didn't... When I get mad, my attitude changes. I literally forgot I've, about I've it. I've seen it. But I, I, <laughs> I've I seen would, your attitude change. Oh, no. And immediately, it was just like, okay, anyway. But I was like, oh, I've never witnessed that before. I've heard, okay, all right. I've heard women say, that's my, my uh, person. But yeah. I've never been like, hey, there's your person. They're just like, ooh, I've never heard that before. <laughs> Oh, no, that's pretty normal, I think. I'm sorry. I was really getting ready to go oh, off on you. No. Like, are you crazy? No. Come on, man. No. Okay. I was Like, even see? if she met him, which you I'm never just saying, know. Melissa, if you're listening, I had your back right there. You I didn't did, need to, did. no, but I had your did. back. Like, if I, there's, I don't, you know what's funny? I realized something. What's up? I don't have a person anymore. You don't? There, uh-uh. You could think, I'm sure you could think of one real quick. Cannot, because Gabby was that for so long. That Who's your favorite porn star, Steve? You don't know anything about that, huh? You said what? I should I choose a me. porn star? I think you heard me just fine. Did you say I should choose one? I said, who is your favorite porn star? Oh, I don't. Uh, shoot, I don't know. I mean, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, who knows, man? I don't even. I'm just checking on you, man. I'm just seeing. I don't even know what that is. Porn? Uh, What's that? Porn. What is that? Are you spelling corn wrong? What is that? Are you saying it wrong? Cornography? <laughs> Cornography. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I don't have a person, man. Do you have a person? Who do I, like, are you saying who do I think is the hot? I'll play along if you play along. But you no, but I'm saying not hot, it. not hot. As in there's something about this person that is bigger than hotness that I don't know what it is. Like, remember where I was like, Kathy Bates has that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not my person. But if you combine beauty and that thing, even though she's beautiful, but if you combine like a person that you're that you're into and that thing, they have I like, I don't believe Ugh. you think Kathy Bates is beautiful. I'm just being honest with you. You don't think she's pretty? 
I didn't say that. I don't think she's. I don't think you think she's beautiful. I think you're being. Oh no, I nice. really do. I really do think she's beautiful. I think she has. Okay. I think she has a beautiful smile. I think she's a beautiful person. I really okay. Do. Like even right. when she was in like, I, and I'm not disagreeing with you. Oh I'm no, just, I know. I just made a statement. Like if when she was like, uh, if you look, I don't know at, why I'm. I don't know why I'm all digging at you today. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. If you look at her like Oscar for uh, when she got her Oscar for um, Misery, she was she was like, oh, she's beautiful. Would you? No. <laughs> no. I like how I just said two words and you knew what I was talking about. I Why do you, guys have that? You sent guys me a play text that game. Would you? you? I know you would sent you? me a text recently about what I. When you were asking if I was watching a certain show, I was just—I just wanted to see what you'd say. That's all. <laughs> oh, but then the thing is, I was like, "No, what? What are I we just wanted to see, right I now? just wanted to see what you'd say because you always—you're you're big on everyone's beautiful. But you were just like, "She has a pretty face." She does have a pretty face. Okay. Okay. Who's your person? <laughs> uh. Hmm. Wow. Weren't you a Scarlet person? I think she's hot. Um, I would say the person that I have, like, it just depends on what you're talking about. Are you just talking about has that, cer- you're saying has that certain something versus just a, oh, wow, that's a very pretty yes, person. Yes, has screen. that also um, thing. In that manner, I don't know if I could answer that right away. So maybe, I, I wouldn't say that I don't have a person. It's just not something that I've really given any thought to. I'd have to give it some some yeah, consideration. I don't now, someone that I could say that has really, like, struck me visually on the screen yeah. was um, Ana de Armas. Really? From Knives Out. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know what I found out? What? So, you know, blue eyes are phasing out. Phasing out? Yeah. Do you know why blue eyes are phasing out? Because of interracial relations? That's it. That makes you sense. Have, both of your parents have to have blue eyes in order for you to have blue eyes. That's one of the weird things about blue eyes. You have to have two parents with them. I love it when like black people have almost like a gray color eye. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. That is so fucking striking, dude. That's it it's is like very, very striking. It's so striking. And I don't even know what color to call that, but it's like a really striking feature. I know the color. What? Your ancestors were raped at some point. That color is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I can't with you sometimes. <laughs> Just trying to give someone a compliment. <laughs> and wow. <laughs> <sighs> so I saw Underwater. <laughs> you me, I went to the movies and I saw Underwater with K-Stew. I wanted to see that. I'm su- you know what? <laughs> I'm surprised T.J. Miller is still a thing. T.J. Miller? Oh, that guy that just gets on the screen oh, and he just dude. talks like this. That's amazing hey. that you can do that. <laughs> Is that how we talk? I was just, that was like the no, first No, do I it again. Now I won't be able to because I didn't realize I was doing You t- even I mean, said you the know. this right, like this. I was like, how did he do that? Yeah, he's always the comedy relief in this movie. Oh, he's like, what? he's just, he's the guy that's got all those really witty things to say and he carries around this bunny with him and oh he's, you know. God. And like it doesn't matter what what the situation is because he's gonna say something funny no matter what. Yeah, he's so funny, dude. That's a. Great he's the guy that's gonna. Hi, uh, you don't know who this is, but um, there's a bomb on the subway. Dude, <laughs> dude. Okay, I think that's your best. Uh, that is your best um, impersonation. So then, he's gonna be at our noises next year. Yes. First of all, <laughs> I just want to say thanks for not, uh, you know. 
casting me out of Hollywood because I'm a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> I will be the, the uh, comedic sidekick in every movie uh, from here to Timbuktu. Yeah. Yeah, see, no, see, it's not going to work. You know, I went too far with it. That's okay. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> um, I really wanted to see this movie because I know for a fact I'd have fun with this. There's no question because it's right up my alley. Deep underwater, random things attacking you, kind of a horror yeah. movie. I'm uh-huh. in. I'm Word. in. Dude, yeah. Shall I? Okay, before you start, mm-hmm. I don't think they can mess this up. If a thing comes at you, I'm like, done. All you got to do is land the plane. Did you like The Meg? I've never watched it. Okay, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, even though it was really silly. Yes. I got to tell you, um, I really liked Underwater. Oh, yes, dude. <laughs> I did, dude. I'm going to be honest with you. I am not a Kristen Stewart fan. Not, I will be one of the act. first people that bash her. She can't act. But I got to tell you. What would you say? She can't act. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely get down with that. But she's not bad in this. Mm. Like, I think this is a great role for her. And apparently this role was done, I think they shot this movie a few years ago and they finally got it released. So it's yeah. it's been sitting in a sh- on a shelf somewhere, which is why you see T.J. Miller and he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> technicality. Their problems came up with him. And, That's a T.J. Yeah. Miller loophole right there. <laughs> when he was hot, he was hot for a second, G. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just lukewarm, maybe even cold. <laughs> like my <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like my apartment, because it's hard to pay the bills. <laughs> That's mean. But right. considering his drama that happened with him, what are you going to do? Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. He won't listen to me. Hey, listen. So Underwater. It was Kristen Stewart, TJ Miller. Who else, though? Vincent Cassell is in it. And Jessica Henwick. Do you remember Jessica Henwick? She was in Game of Thrones. She was also in, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, Marvel, Marvel, uh, uh, Iron Fist. She was in Iron Fist. Oh, I never watched that. But Game of Thrones, I should know. Vincent Cassell, I love. Yeah, he's really good, actually. <laughs> I, I think I, I don't know, man. I'm really surprised that I like this movie as much as I did. I was just expecting to go in. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not going to be a, a best movie of the year oh, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's but for what it is, I think that uh, because let's just put it into the horror genre, which I think it definitely qualifies yeah, for, sure. for. Science fiction, sci-fi between horror. science fiction and horror. Yes, exactly. There's something about like the dynamics change when you're underwater. So, for instance. You take a movie like, uh, I don't know, like let's just say the recently released Grudge. Very formulaic. You know when the jump scares are. You know, the you've seen this time and time again, the whole mirror thing in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I opened up the mirror one time, nothing there. I opened it again, nothing there. The third time, though, look out, right? That kind of stuff. It is slick, though. It is slick. It, it's it's slick, but you it, it builds up like anxiety, but you know what's coming. But I still what like I think, it, though. Now, here's the deal with me, and we've talked about this before. I am petrified of the fucking ocean. I respect it. I won't really go in it. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to go in it. Let's not drill down seven miles <laughs> into you the know, ocean. You know? <laughs> you know, this movie is definitely, like, environmentally conscious. That's, like, the... I think that is a big part of the of the cell. It's, like, you know, if you... If you push too much with Mother Earth, she's going to push back eventually. Is really Which what she the, will, and she will win. Make no right? mistake. And she will win. Yeah. It will still then be they, there. Yeah. Yes. But then they add this whole science fiction thing into it. And, um, you know, like the creatures in this movie, they're, yeah. ki- they're kind of cool. I, I don't think that they're a, they're. I wish I could have seen them just a little bit more. 
there is one that you do see in detail and it definitely gave me kind of like a early alien, like the movie alien or aliens even, but mostly alien vibe. Um, and I won't say why Oh, it's not like, a, okay. it's not like an egg thing. It's not an egg thing, but it's just, I kind of got a vibe off of that. Okay. For just, it's just one particular shot. And then the rest of it, you know, they have these, um, I could tell you, okay, if you, I know you haven't seen this, but if you're a Harry Potter fan, think of like underwater dementors a little bit without the cloaks and shit. That's kind of what they look like. Uh, are, they're vicious. There's some great jump scares in that. And I think they work better because now we're underwater and yeah. it's really dark. And, and like I said, the dynamics change. The jump scares are a little bit different. You know what I mean? At least for me. And it worked. I thought it was great. I really didn't mind uh, Kristen Stewart at all in this movie. And usually it's really hard for me to get past that. She did fine. She's not doing anything where she's breaking new ground, but it's just a good role for her. And it doesn't seem like she's so disinterested. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm just bored with this role. Just get me through this and give me the check. I, I didn't get that with her. Okay. She, she's the star of the movie. She carries it all the way through. She does a really good job. And there is a big bad at the end, which I won't describe or anything like that, but pretty fucking cool. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they could be hinting. I don't know if it's gonna be like a sequel, but I think they could be hinting at it being something in, um, like in mythology, like a mythological oh, cool. creature of the yeah, sea. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, there's just some some uh, physical traits of this creature that make me think a certain thing, and I won't tell you, so you can check it out. I but. really thought it was gonna be like you were gonna say that, like somehow. Like, if they showed the whole creature, it is the alien creature. I would have been like, that is so cool. It got the somehow to Earth. Is it the xenomorph? Like, yes. And oh, it that was, would be dope if they oh, tied it in that way somehow. Man, that would have been crazy. It would have been a cookie they would have had to keep quiet for I don't know how long. No. Um, we're dealing with, like, a Leviathan. I can't wait to see it. I'd say that it, it rivals the Leviathan in Aquaman. That's giving you kind of an idea of what you're working with. Iron Man, huh? Did I say Iron Man? Yes, you did. Uh, I said Aquaman. You, you said Iron Man. Oh, man, don't make me go back. I'm okay, well, for the purposes of this, I'm pretty sure I said Aquaman, but and that's what I meant. You probably Aquaman. did, and maybe I heard it wrong. I don't think so, though. Well, you're like... over there shuffling around building a birdhouse or whatever you're doing over there, so it's probably what it is. Uh, so what would you <laughs> give? Like... What would you give... Uh... Listen to the recording with Steve. It's like, you start talking. You're like, well, when I saw this movie, and all you hear is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But when I'm at your house, I'm not going to be doing that. That's true. That's I'm the cone be, of silence I'm over there. I'm going to be getting up, going to get my coffee while you're talking, waxing poetry. I'm hearing power tools and shit in the back. Dude. I don't know what you're doing over there. Did I tell you what? Oh, I can't tell you that. We're not going to even Sounds like the that. goddamn pit crew at NASCAR. What are you talking about? What? Nope. What? what? Can't. We're just going to move on. We're going to keep going. Well, well, at least tell me and then te like tease what you're talking about. Okay. I took apart completely my electric piano, and we're going to leave it at there because you said power okay. tools. All right. Um, Fair enough. Fair um, enough. So I didn't rate it. Uh, let me see. Anything else to say about this one? Uh, I, I got to tell you, honestly, just in short, I just enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. I don't think it's a perfect movie by any means, but as far as sticking the landing with jump scares and just kind of overall being a very fun movie, uh, yeah, this is, this, is, this is a good one. I like it. I'm really surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised that Kristen Stewart is in this one. It doesn't necessarily sell me on her and make me a complete fan of her, but I think she does a fine job. I am going to go ahead and give this one... I will give this movie three out of five imploding semen. Ooh, imploding... Im, Im, and you said imploding semen? 
Yeah, seem sure. Okay. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. You want to try. It's better out than in is what I always say. You like innies? You like Denny's? Oh, <laughs> you like Wendy's? Not doing this. <laughs> not doing this. Um, yeah. What else have you watched, brother? Yeah, the only other thing that I've watched this week, man, is Killer Inside, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. And I'm being truthful with you, that was actually a watch from two weeks ago. We were supposed to talk about that and Picard and a couple other things when Rebecca was on, but we had so much damn fun, we forgot. And that's the truth. <laughs> what are you doing now? Hold on, I just fell. You what? Did you fall? You literally fell? I literally fell. Like, you fell on your ass? Okay, I was trying <laughs> to readjust myself. Uh-huh. And I didn't know there was a table next to me. And once one foot is done, <laughs> that other foot's not getting around fast enough. Dang, that hurt, G. When you're older, you fall hard. I have a new noisy that I'm going to release Ouch. next year. And it is going to be the loudest person in podcasting. And I think you are a shoe in my friend. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm for sure. I'm, I'm definitely. Okay. <laughs> Insanely loud. It's crazy. You okay, catch me up so, every time. So what did you think? Did you, did you? And people think I'm crazy. You realize that, right? Because after the final mix, none of this, get, this shit gets heard. Oh, no. People <laughs> that know you know that I'm loud. People, people that, that record with me. us know. People that have recorded with oh, us know. Sure. Everyone else is like, this guy's crazy. He's really... Leave Steve alone. That's what I'm wondering, like, because I, I, I never, you, I, I know Triple Threat is super loud. There's no, I'm shocked that I don't get No, it's not. That's but I do the same thing. Makes me thing. Nuts. I no, dude. I'm telling I'm you. I'm telling you. I'm even twisting back and forth. And remember, because at the beginning I said, it's going to be loud. I don't care. Such is life. And I twist back and forth in my chair. And I'm like, no one said anything yet. Your chair is like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So why is my, why is it not loud? It is loud. People just haven't said anything. That's all. It's loud. For sure. It's no, it's loud. No, I do a good job of cleaning things up, but but you're loud, bro. You're loud. Yeah, of course. I'm waiting for the like <laughs> I said, uh triple threat's gonna get a lot of complaints soon. I, I swear to you it's not loud at all. Like right now, even now it's like da, 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 da. I have no idea what you're doing over there, but I guarantee these people can't hear it. So let's move on. I'm sorry. We'll move along. All right. Killer inside, Steve, yes. the mind of Aaron Hernandez. Wow. You saw this, right? I did. So what did you think? I thought it was a heartbreaking indictment on the reason that we should not be playing football anymore. Okay. That's I'm with you. Is. I think that it just shows that we're putting people in a terrible predicament where um, you're literally put, you're blasting hole through, holes through these people's brains at a young age and then wondering why they loke up later on in life. What are we doing? What are we doing? That's it. That's that was my takeaway when I got a, when I watched the last episode in a winter credits. I said f football. That's what I said. Okay. Do you think that in his case that it's just the football that caused this? I think that um, in his case, and this is mind you, I'm not a psychiatrist nor a psychologist, but in my, in his case, I would imagine that there he went through hard times that a lot of kids go through. But when you put a hole in someone's brain, they're not able to navigate those hard times like a person would be able to. He went through things every kid goes through, a lot of kids go through, even questioning their sexuality. But when you amplify that and also put you know, CTE in the situation, the worst case that they've ever discovered in a person, you're, it's, a, it's literally a combination of, 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 of 
of death. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen, dude. And do we really want to roll the dice again to see how many times this happens? Okay. CTE, if you guys are wondering what that is, it's chronic traumatic encephalopathy. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> I'm over here trying to make a complete sentence, and I'm about ready to choke on whatever it was that was in my throat. Imploding semen. Implode. <laughs> <laughs> They're like pop rocks. <laughs> Just drink <laughs> imploded semen and Coca-Cola. It's like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I mean, yes, I agree with you. I think that there is definitely something going on with the NFL and football, sports in general. Fuck off if you don't appreciate, you know, if you don't agree with what we're saying, that's totally fine because that's the way it works. But yes, I do think that there is a, a, a massive contribution, this, this, uh, this traumatic brain injury plays a big part in this, you know, but the thing is, is like, there's so many other factors at play with this one. You're right. I mean, from, if it is in fact true, alleged homosexuality and, 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 uh, closeting that. But the part that got me was the fact that he, much like someone like say Richard Ramirez, which grant, not the same type of a situation, but exposed to a tremendous amount of domestic violence at a young age. Yeah. You know? And I think that that just, it just, it leaves an imprint in, I think. And it, On it different teaches you kids in way different of, ways. Yeah. On different kids in different ways, exactly. So I think that that definitely manifested with him in later years. But, you know, there's a lot of frustration built up there. If, if, if he was, in fact, a closeted homosexuality, I think that that definitely played into things, too. Taking his anger out and whatnot, you know. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if we can contribute all of this to, to just traumatic brain injury. I mean, I think that there is uh, something inertly in certain people that they just, they just have that. They just have that defect. You know what I'm saying? I mean, again, let's go back to someone like Richard Ramirez. There was no football there. No. There was abuse. I don't know if there was like, you know, cerebral trauma or anything like that, but there was abuse. Uh, John Wayne Gacy. I mean, uh, there's always some form of abuse, it seems, that's, you know, at the at the core of this. Yeah, but so yeah, like with most, <clears throat> when you listen to like uh, read books on serial killers and how they yeah. came up, it's always a... People are like, yeah, he was, uh, as a kid, he would like, you know, hurt things and kill this right. and this. Right. But all the kids that knew uh, uh, Hernandez was like, he was just a kid. And maybe there are kids that are like, I know kids that are violent, but there's a difference between being violent and always getting into fights. Like this dude is like, we don't like to take him anywhere because he always gets into fights. You add CTE in there. Maybe it's, I don't like taking the kid to the club because he always pulls out a gun. Maybe it changes to that. Instead of, he's always in fights, what does that turn into? He's always having a gun and he might loke up. He just, I just think adding football to the mix, we will never know. What would happen if he didn't have the worst ever? <laughs> what happens then? I mean, it's crazy when you look at the image of his Jesus, brain dude. versus another person's brain. You can do this. You can Google it. Just Google Aaron Hernandez's brain, and you can see the ventricles are crazy enlarged. Yeah, there's there's a lot. I mean, you know, the, the and they actually show a very good example. It's an illustration of how this goes down, or an animation, I should say. You know, and it's like just if you were to throw your head forward the way that they're doing it, 
the brain is hitting the front of the skull. Your head cocks back from recoil, and it goes back and it hits the back of the skull. Jeez. Now you amplify this times how many seasons? Oh, how dude. many tackles? How many years he played football in high school? Or you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, just I'm talking about his his overall career. Yes. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, that that definitely makes sense. But I just I don't know, man. It's like um, you're right. We never will know. Was it that? Was it something else? I mean, I think that. In his case, it was, and I don't by any means consider this man a victim. I just think that he is the product of, you know, certain elements, I guess, and certain environments that that all sort of clustered into one perfect storm and just completely fucked this guy up. But I, I don't know. It's really hard. I don't know. I know that's that's where they're going with that, you know, with the with the brain injury, and that's what contributed. But I don't, I don't know if that's the case. I got because you. I think that there are people that are. You know, there are serial, it's, we, it's documented. There are people that are serial killers that can go out and live normal lives. And, you know, much like you're saying, well, we didn't know he was the nicest guy ever. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's something there. But yes, I do think that, you know, the, the CTE obviously did not make things better, <laughs> you know, yeah. but it, it's, it's, it's a sad story. But at the same time, he was a cold blooded killer and, you know, and people lost their lives. And, um, very interesting story, man. It was a, it was, um, I was more interested in this story than I was expecting to be. You know what I mean? It really held my interest. Yeah, for me, it's just like it's it's. I couldn't help but just just see how, um, it, it just see how, like even in the court, how the owner walked past him after using him up like he didn't exist. Be like, you've served yeah. my purpose now. Goodbye. Yeah. He's also like, you know, and I'm not defending this by any means, but he's like, uh, yeah, you're not fucking my brand up any more than you already have. That's it. And and it's yeah. sad because that's the one time you see Aaron Hernandez looking for some sort of, hey, when is he coming in? What is he going to say about me? What's going to – and that's when I knew. I was like, oh, dude. Oh, my God. And then at the there's a certain point where I'm not going to – don't want to ruin it for people, but he gets a win. And when he gets a win, you see his his tough demeanor break. Cause he finally gets a win. And you're what, talking about that second verdict. Yes. And I didn't see him like that through the whole movie. He finally gets a win and knowing what happens immediately after that. It's like, Jesus dude. Like it's an indictment of the NFL at large and they don't care. You know, Will Smith put out a whole movie about it. The NFL buried it. No one cares. It's like, this is, such a big deal. They own a night. So yeah, we don't care what happens to these kids when we get them. Whatever happens. To, I mean, when you got someone like Junior Sauer, Seau, shooting themselves in the chest so that they can study the brain. That's not a normal act. That is someone saying, something's wrong with me. And you guys need to figure it out. He shoots himself in the chest to save his brain. That's not normal, dude. No, no. And NFL does not care. <laughs> they just don't. They're just like, eh, what are you going to do? Really? Well, what I mean, do? I think you could, I think we could obviously include the, the big, the big wigs in NFL in the 1%, right? Oh, dude. I mean, so why are they going to fuck that up? And exactly. And like they, when they asked the owner, what do you do for a living? He said, whatever I'm told. I'm like, you know what? That might be a truer statement than I've ever heard. Yeah. Whatever I'm told to do. That's what I do. And it's like, Jesus. And then recently, this is on a tangent. 
Um, so you hear what they're doing for the next NFL draft. What's that? They're going to put the players that are up for the draft on a ship and float them to the owners. What? <laughs> it's in Vegas. So they're going to put them on a ship and float them to the middle of this pond. Oh, just as for like, for like spectacle and show. Yeah. Like, and then the someone brought up how it was like, you do know how you know weird. Me, man. I, I just, I just don't know sports. So Neither, <laughs> I didn't know either until they said, this is going to happen. Do you understand why this looks horrible? Sending these kids, often minority kids, on a boat. <laughs> Let's put these to, black kids exactly. onto a boat and send them off to their new white it's, owner. That's what they were saying. They're like, you do know this looks. So I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL changes it, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they're just like, guess what? We don't care. We're in the tune business. in next Sunday for the Amistad Festival. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, and it's and, da, 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 da. and it's so sad because you know, seeing the only there's only one image from the Aaron Hernandez things that that sticks in my brain. What's that, man? Which and one? it's the smiling him smiling as a kid. I'm just like, what an adorable kid. Yeah, you can take. I mean, I'm not saying this is the case with him, but you could take the most hideous person in the world and just like that was someone's baby at one point, you know? Yeah, I watched the Richard Ramirez documentary, and I didn't find any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he was killing things at a young. Okay, yeah. I doubt he was. I doubt he was killing things as an infant, though. Oh you know? no, but at, at by the time he's in his teenage years, killing them bottles. Knew, oh. Yeah, well, he was doomed from the start, that guy. And again, I'm not defending him. Fuck him. May he burn in, if there's a hell, then may he burn in it. But yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing is that you just, the, the final product doesn't always start off as the, as the, uh, what it, what it was in the beginning. You know what I mean? No, it, no, it's no, just no, crazy. No. It's like it, fucking up a, fucking up a cake. I just, <laughs> and, and this is what I just, that's the only thing I took away was, you know, yeah. there was a million different, different times where, you know, um, that that he could have been helped and he just never was. And it's a sad story. Some people would be like, "Screw that guy." Like a lot of the NFL players are like, "I show no sympathy for this man." And I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. Um, that's fine that you don't." Uh, and the good thing about the documentary, people come. It shows how good the documentary is that people come away with different takes. A lot of people come away with different takes. Well, I think the smartest thing was his friend saying. Was the CTE involved? Yes. However, he still made the decision to shoot people. What mm. are you going to do? He's like, it sucks. But what are you going to do? Whereas, uh, you know, and that's a great, I was like, that's a, that's a solid answer. And then how, you know, another person was like, look, dude, um, I left after a year because I knew, oh, I'm forgetting whole hours. So I don't want to do this anymore. You see, remember that quarterback was like, I'm done. I'm finished. Yeah. After a year, that's all it took him. To be like, oh, this isn't right. I'm losing time. I don't, there are times where I just forgot what I just did. And he just got out. Not everyone has that luxury. Not everyone has the luxury of hindsight of, they think, oh, you know what? $40 million, I'm, I, I'll just play for a few more years. And then all of a sudden you have $40 million of bills. And now you got to play for a few more years. And next thing you know, you're just playing and playing and playing and playing. You know, and so it's sad. I, that's what I, I took from it. it. It's just really sad. Do you think that on a different subject, well, kind of the same subject, do you think that that has to do with taking people, plucking people out of minority communities, right? Mm -hmm. And then giving them this lavish lifestyle overnight. 
and then they feed into that. It's almost like it's almost like it's like chasing the dragon, basically, because you're you're never going to be able to like relate to how you used to be again exactly because you, you you've just been taken out of the dark and put into the light and it's just like well i like the light the light feels a lot better yeah. than where the dark was i'm not hurt anymore yeah. i certainly don't want to give this up so they sort of trap you that way mm-hmm. it's, it's i mean it's it, you're right ultimately it's someone's decision but it, it's probably not the easiest decision no to make. i don't dude. think that i would be like oh yeah this is just a cut and dry situation right here you know no give me 40 yeah. million dollars my whole outlook's going to change on life in your whole your whole circle is going to change, and you're now around other people that are making that kind of money. You don't ever want to leave that 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 circle. So yeah, it's 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 a it's an unfortunate situation. You know, that's the one thing I love that the NBA the NBA does. That's you know far. It's like they have better mentors in the NBA, but the NBA is a great run association. Whereas the NFL, they see these kids be like, hey, you're just a you're. A, a, you're a beast that that entertains us for our our you know our pleasure. Whereas you know you see in the NBA they could just walk out there with like a Black Lives Matter shirt and the owners are like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know what are you gonna do? You know they're just saying what they're gonna say. Life goes on, you know, and and so it's it's tough because again, man, it's it's when you're a say you want to play basketball, but you're six foot three, four hundred pounds. Guess what you're playing. You're playing football. That's what's right. going to happen. You know, say you want to, I just want to play basketball, but you're 5'10", 350 rocked out. You're going to play football. The only way you get into this elite league is if you're six foot eight and built like that. How many people are? Like, not many. Right. It's a weird thing that you're like a certain height and also could put this ball into an incredibly small hoop. Whereas I can run into somebody and learn to be fast. You may not make the NFL, but it's worth a try. It's worth a try. Whereas would you even try when you saw a six foot five person that can dunk? Am I even going to try? No. Why would I? I know I can't guard him. I can't guard him. What I can do is take steroids and get humongous. I can do that. What are your thoughts on MMA? Oh, it's terrible. I mean, we're we're this close to the to the gladiator arena. Am I entertained by it? Yes, but that me Steve being entertained by it does not mean it's right. You should probably stop doing it. I will move on to something else. You used the exact word I was about to use, which is basically you said exactly what I was about to say. It is as close to modern day gladiators as we can get. Totally, people have died in the ring. It's over. Yeah, it's crazy, and I'm with you. Like I'll watch it. And and I'm highly entertained by it. I don't follow it, but I mean, you know, out of most sports, usually it's like boxing or some kind of like a martial art or something like that. That's what I, I tend to really gravitate to mostly, but it's so vicious. I mean, it's, it's nowhere vicious. near what it used to be. Remember when like the days of Tank Abbott, mm-hmm. when he was like making, he was like beating people into convulsions and then standing over him and like shaking to like oh, mock yeah. him and shit. I mean, it, they've definitely regulated it more, but it's still so vicious. It is a vicious, t- I mean, if it was up to me, and because uh, look at okay, if you realize here in America, our favorite sport is what in America? Oh, f- baseball, I'd say. Football, baseball. I think it's football is what owns a night. You know, Monday night football. You're gonna watch it, not your because yeah. I don't watch football, but you know what I'm saying. Um, right. Whereas across the world, the biggest sport in the world is soccer. Why is it in America the most violent sports are the most popular? 
but across the world, it's soccer. <laughs> Weird, America. isn't it? Exactly. America. Well, America, I was talking bro. to M- Michael about it, and I asked him, I'm like, like, how big, say there's a soccer thing in Argentina. What kind of stadium do they fill? And Michael's like, dude, <laughs> listen, it's humongous. It's exactly. And it's yeah. like, here we do that for run each other over, kill each other. It's an American thing. J-Lo comes out, and then we do it all over again. Do it all over again. Hey, um, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Anyway, let's kill some folks. They're like, wait, 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 wait. How, how are we doing this? You know what I'm saying? And then and then they have the nerve to do a, a, a kneeling for the anthem sort of, of, of uh, freaking commercial. You know, I'm like, but Kaepernick's still not playing. What are you doing? What are you doing? And it's just, and you got to realize it's a corporation. But so anyway, my well, thing. Apparently, is, we can we can now dance during the uh, pledge of allegiance and it's wave our hands and. I don't, you know, cut I never. Up, now that I look back, cut on, up in front of the folks. Do you remember the pledge of allegiance? Did I say the pledge of allegiance? I meant the national. But I'm anthem. saying, do you but remember yes. it? But yes, I do. Yes, yes, yes. We yes, had yes. to do it every day. Yeah. How weird is that? <laughs> it's just burned into you, man. How weird is that, dude? We always had the dude, little little tone and then we all go. it's yeah. so and the funny thing is i look at another picture of a bunch of kids like in say china saluting their and put you know looking at their i'm like how weird is that i'm like dude now looking back i'm like we were weird too <laughs> we were strange we were strange but yeah ultimately it was like this aaron hernandez thing's brought i it was one of the few documentaries where i pushed stop and just sat there for a while and just thought like um what happens if one thing changes in my life? What happens if I stay in LA and keep the same friends I had out there? What happens? Everything changes. What happens if I'm in a total, just like all it takes is one singular change and your life is totally different. Here's a question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Using that bit of knowledge with CTE and, and you know, this it's 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 more forefront now because of Aaron Hernandez. Yes. I do not agree. Yes. How much of this do you think could be contributed to say OJ? Oh, dude, dude. That opens up that opens up so many so many conversations, dude. That do you opens think that up that's gonna be like the first thing they do when he kicks the bucket is just like break no open question. his dome and no see what question. his brain looks like? No question. But we already know. We know what his brain, there isn't, what football player that they've looked at their brain didn't have it? You have it by high school. It's over. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you're getting stuck. I've seen kids get stuck just like, recently. boom. <laughs> like hard. Like when they yeah, catch, man. when they're looking behind them, looking to catch the ball and they catch it and looking forward and someone stops them. Boom. Yeah. And pushes them. It's like running into backwards. a wall. Exactly. And or they the wall running the into sh- you. And then when you're when you're when your family here's the funny thing, the family uh, you know cheers them on. Oh, I hope you feel better. And they're just like, why are you letting your kid play? Well, because he wants to. He loves to play. You're his freaking parent. My son loved to do a lot of things until I'm just like, guess what? You're not doing anymore that thing. But I want to. I don't care. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> your job as a parent is to not let your kid do things they want to do if it's bad for them. Yeah, it's a good thing I sucked at it. 
because I never really had to do it. I never, you know what? I didn't, uh, I, I was, I was super fast, but I played flag football because I didn't want to get hurt. That was my thing. I didn't want to hurt this beautiful punum, (laughs) you know, and I played, I played my, like basketball was my thing until I realized, oh, there are people that are really, really, really good at this thing. I'm not. And so I started playing music and I'm like, okay, now this thing, not many people are better than me at, like on a grand scheme of things. So I'll just do this. You're modest. That's good. (laughs) You know what's funny to me? (laughs) Oh, I didn't tell you. Um, Recently, last week, uh, Maj, Uh I was like, yeah, Maj, I'm conscious of how good I am. And uh, and I said, um, he was like, John Legend could play better than you. And I almost threw something at him. I got okay. really close. Okay. All right. Let's dissect. Oh, I got very mad. I was like, are you at Alicia Keys can play better than I was like, oh my God. So are you saying I have to ask? Yes. Are you saying that you are better than John Legend? Oh, I can I can outplay John Legend. Yes. Then I have to ask this question. Yes. I'm sorry to be so blunt. Yeah. Why haven't you put your music out yet? Play. I said I could outplay John Legend. Like if we went play to play, I could outplay him. I've heard him play. I've heard him play. And I've actually heard him play. I was like, okay, yeah. I, there's nothing he's doing that I can't do. But I could do something he couldn't. Well, I'm going to go back to my original question. Mm-hmm. Where's the music? I know. I'm not is. challenging you. I'm asking you because I've been asking you this for about four years now. You know what's funny? What's up? I have interesting news. Okay. Portia's almost done with the album artwork. She told me yesterday, a few days ago. What is she doing? Is she painting? Yes. And she's going to scan it. Okay. So then from there. It's over. Okay. I, I'll just ask you this question. Will we see a release from you this year? Yes, you will. And 100%? 100%. And my boy Daniel's not going to let it not happen. He's, he's, he, he's like, hey. Daniel from Farouk? Yes. Yes. How do you? Oh. Know, we we kind of had a quick conversation about that, but how do you? What's what's your uh, history with him? Okay, so years ago, I was music director for a neo soul singer. Okay, and he was the bass player, and he was a kid like nineteen years old, twenty maybe, I don't know. And everything I played, like the boo doo 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 doo, he would listen and then just play it. And, and mind you, bass wasn't his first instrument. He just learned it in the group, mm-hmm. for the group. And so I was like, Dan, you just have such a good ear. You can learn. My bass lines are crazy, and you're learning them, no problem. And we just kept in touch throughout the years. And then later on, you know, while we were texting or whatever, keeping in touch, he'd be like, I have a hard, you know, I have a, a, like a hard rock group. I said, what? He's like, yeah, Farouk. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And so when I see him, when I saw him and he was doing his hard rock, I was like, this is blowing my mind. Like, does when Daniel did you start listen to the show? Uh, he does. When, like, he'll listen. And especially when I tell him we've talked about him, he'll listen. And I know last time we talked about him, he just was like, thank you so much, man. Um, but he's like, a, and you know, I've heard other people be like, hey, they've said something about Farouk. And I'm like, I know that guy. And they're like, oh, you know the guy from Farouk? I'm like, yes, I know Daniel. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because, I, I mean, I get it. I understand your history now, but 
to have that ban on your radar, there had to be some sort of explanation. Oh, for, for sure. It. There's, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's a. Uh, um, uh, I told him he's like, hey, you do know that I'm available to come on talk music with y'all anytime. I was like, oh, Dan, would you guys? No, I'd be down. Yeah, you and Dan, you guys would get along famously because y'all kind of know the same band that, although they are, I'm sure they're talented. I just never got into. You guys got into. And so, yeah, I mean, my, my love for metal is not as strong as it used to be or hardcore, or whatever. I consider Farouk and, and Daniel, please correct me if you're listening and I'm wrong. But to me, they seem like they're like a hardcore band, more of a hardcore. Band. Yes. And uh, I mean, I kind of kind of got in like I, I gave them a serious listen the other night. And I was pretty fucking impressed, to be honest with you, dude. Like, that band is sick. It's like, they're tight. Total. I told His him vocals like, yeah. are fucking on point, yeah. and I like it. You can tell that he's got some kind of hip-hop background, the way that he... It's not necessarily... What I heard, I should say, was he wasn't, like, rapping or anything like that, but you can kind of hear that influence Oh, in no. And I, I, maybe I'm 100% wrong, no, but you're right. that's what I heard. No, you're totally right. And he... Yeah. Uh, the fact that he produces all the music and lays and gives people their parts and... And does all so this he stuff. he's he's kind of like the uh, the uh, the spearhead of Farouk. Totally, he's the dude. He's and also okay. he mixes and masters it too. No, he, dude, it's <laughs> it's awesome work. Like I was really impressed. I'm gonna like really do a deep dive and start listening because I I mean I was impressed that they had three albums. I had no idea that they were from here, and I've never seen them. But I fell out of the local scene. Yeah. You know, I mean, like pretty strongly. But now that I, I'm going to miss the one show, their next show, but yeah. I really want to see them. And I'm like, going. I, I, I dig their energy so much. Like, it's, it's refreshing. I like that he doesn't do the, like, the, um, like the death metal growl. It's more of like a scream, which is, see, that's what I'm into. That's what I like to listen to when it comes to like metal or hardcore or something like that. I'm not into like the, oh, you know no, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, his is more of like an aggressive, like kind of a scream type of a deal. And I, I dig that a lot. I don't know if I'm, he's probably like, Oh, this motherfucker's no, old right now, no, no, but no. that's what I'm into. You know what I mean? So yeah. the take home is you guys should listen to Farouk F A R double O Q. You can check them out on iTunes. You can, uh, if you have iTunes music you, or iMusic, what is it? iTunes? Apple Music. Jesus, yeah, I just Apple blanked music. for a second. But uh, sorry, it was that CTE kicking in. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like check them out. I was super fucking impressed. I think that their stage presence is sick. They know how to command a crowd. And I'm fully in, man. I want to check it out. I want to know more about Farouk. The next time I talk to you, Steve, I'm going to know a lot more about Farouk. You know, it's funny. I did an um, interlude for them. Oh, no, I, did, I sent it. I gave it to Dan. I don't know what he did with it. He asked me to take one of his songs and make it a Neil soul song. And I did. Ah, it was fun. do you have it? Do you oh, have no, it to no. I have it on, on my thing, but to hear the original, his rock version and me redoing, it was just fun to do together. And we had a lot of fun doing it. I would love to hear somebody do a different version of our theme. That would be really cool, dude. Either one, the front, the opening one or the, or the closing, the surf theme or the heroes of noise. Daniel. Theme. <laughs> Yo, Daniel, what you got? Why? But why don't you? Well, what about what about Mr. Ramirez? I'm not. A, I can't do that, dude. Yo, I can play drums. I can play drums, and it's been a long time since I've played drums. But I'm not a, a you know. When it comes to like playing guitar or piano, guitar, no, I can, I can, I dabble, but I certainly wouldn't be one. No, I would never in my life. If I was in a room, I didn't know you, and I was in a room with you and, say, Daniel or something like that, I would never try to come up and go, well, I, look what I can do, because you'd end up getting fucking chopsticks or some shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd get chopsticks. I think you're a dr you are a drummer. 
Drummer's different, though. Drummer, I can accompany you. I'm talking about melody. It's okay. not in me. All right. That, that's fair. I, and, you know, because you, you, you said, I will see if melody's in you when you go to CTE2 and you do karaoke. Right? Maybe. Maybe. Depends on Videoed. how drunk I am. Videoed. I'm going to. So you want me to video myself doing, doing karaoke. karaoke? Yes. That ain't happening. That's funny to me. I find that. Could you imagine what that would fucking look like? <laughs> How funny. stupid that would look. It would They're be like, funny. Look at this dude trying to be an influencer or some bullshit. You know what? I'll just maybe one of the other visitors. They're like, Nana will just take a video of you. There we go. Candid's better, but I don't know if I'm gonna do it now. Why? I don't want to play. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting excited about it though, man. And all I'm trying to do right now is not get sick. Everyone around me is getting sick. Everybody. And I can't dude. afford it, man. Every. I go to work now. I go to work. I put a mask on coronavirus i have a freaking mask you. on the entire i don't care what kind of virus it is i'm not trying to get sick before i go to c2e2 because once you get into a convention there's like you have to worry about not getting sick there you're so gonna probably get sick there i'll come back sick yes, i guarantee for sure the week after i come back i guarantee you i will be sick oh for sure and but it's gonna be so it's gonna be worth it it's three weeks from now dude i know it's coming up quick yeah. when i bought some new Got a new jacket because it's going to be cold. Got a real nice jacket. Is it a long, like, is it the trench, like, down to your knees, a nice overcoat? Yeah. It's totally like, uh, yeah, I look like uh, one of the boys. Oh, I I got a parka. Got a parka with a hood on it. Got some new hoodies. Look at this guy. I I don't know what kind of shoes I'm going to wear, though. What if I'm walking around in snow? Um, Informer. You know, she didn't me out. That's a jam, G. Speaking of snow. (laughs) have to go over to rei get some kind of look at that guy he must go rock climbing shoes what does rei stand for oh you're asking the wrong cat okay never mind real estate investor yeah (laughs) really expensive ish wow (laughs) wow okay i mean that's that's, good think of anything else but i think you know it, it my thing is i want at least to get pictures I was thinking about it, and maybe not. I think I'd rather you have fun instead of recording. I'd rather you oh, just I'm not, have fun. I'm not going over there on assignment. I'm Good. going over there to have fun. Good. However, I will have equipment with me, but I, I definitely am not going over there for assignment. Okay. This is just going to be something that if it happens and you know people want to record or something like that, but uh, I, I don't really go out of town enough to just always be on a mission. You know what I mean? That's true. I've so, but I do have the press pass, though. So we'll see. I actually sent over an email right now requesting an interview. I don't know if we're going to get it. I doubt we're going to. I'm going to, but we'll see. Oh, cool. And guess what I found out? If I come home with a Homelander interview, it'll be pretty crazy, but I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, you know what? I got to get out of here. No worries. I do too. Uh, but before I go, uh, uh, FYI, Halloween lands on a Saturday this year. Yes. So what's you, what are you getting at? Um, where it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Okay. All right. Now, do I okay. want front of the lines? We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Do you mind if I just uh, kind of take this in stride? Yes. Please take it in stride because we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's your weekend on. Oh, don't worry about me. I'm fine. Oh no, I'm going. Okay. Oh, it's 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 because it's. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me do it right. Let me do the Steve thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I have to because um, I let my my little man down last year, so he has to go. You know, your little man's not so little, right? Um, he's grown ass man. He's eighteen years old. Um, it is weird. He's as a matter of fact, nineteen this Saturday. 
See? Oh, happy birthday, Maj. For sure, for sure. You're not a little man. He's going to tell you too. I'm not a, I'm a man, damn it. Quit calling me little man. I don't think he's talked that much in a week, so we'll see if that happens. <laughs> little quiet Maj. He's a fucking adorable man. I'm telling you what. Uh, anyway, people, I got to get out of here. The next voice you're going to be hearing is the man, the myth, the legend. The dude that's going to be seeing you at C2E2 in just three weeks, a lot of you guys. He can't wait. He's going to um sit there, do some karaoke for y'all, take pictures. You're going to be able to see how handsome he is in person. You're going to be able to see that sweet, glistening, bald head that he has all of a sudden. And uh, hopefully um, you'll be able to give him hugs and a bunch of uh, uh, whisper sweet nothings in his ear. I love you guys. Peace out. That's right, everybody. I'm going to be at C2E2. That's right. Dad Ramirez <laughs> coming to C2E2, Chicago, February 28th through March 1st. Yeah. <laughs> Hang out with me, would you please, guys? Seriously, like I wanna, I'm, I'm getting so excited about this. I cannot wait to see all of you. If you want to be on the show for the 100th episode, this is what you need to do. You need to email us, first of all, heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. We need to get this in. We need confirmation. We need RSVP by next Friday, February 14th, the day where people are going to go out and waste all of their money. That way, we can get you all settled in. We'll give you a call. We'll give you a call time, and we will get this shit handled. It's going to be fun. Trust me, all right? But you have to be free Saturday, February 22nd. Welcome to the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is it for me. Steve, I will talk to you next week. Peace out. Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Heroes of Noise. I'm Dan Ramirez. That's Steve Hudson, and you know the rest. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) 